Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I actually didn't, but I'm handling it, and one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others about how they're handling their own lives. This week, I'm going to be chatting with the incredible Lauren Berger. Lauren's the founder and CEO of both Career Queen and Intern Queen. Intern Queen provides college students with a job board, career advice, and blog posts and ambassadors to learn from. Career Queen also provides career advice and connects working professionals with employers and employers with job seekers. As a career expert, Lauren's written three books with her most recent being Get It Together, Ditch the Chaos, Do the Work, Design Your Success. Now guys, trying to find a job is hard enough, so the global COVID-19 pandemic certainly makes things a little more difficult. That's why I'm so excited to have Lauren on to share her advice and discuss interning career queen. We'll also be talking work from home tips too, because a couple of you listeners wrote in asking for advice, saying that while working from home is convenient, it can also get a little chaotic. And Lauren certainly knows how to juggle because not only is she an amazing female founder, but she's also a new mom. I can't wait for you to hear from her. So you know what to do. Turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. All right. Well, Lauren Berger, you are the founder and CEO of the Intern Queen and Career Queen. Thank you so much for coming on to chat. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. So I'm really excited for this conversation, and I feel like a lot of people are going to be able to relate and connect to it. I feel like a lot of people need your advice right now. Um, This pandemic has affected so many different individuals and their career paths. And I just think with you and your work, you know, you have these online communities Um, These networks, Intern Queen and Career Queen, they really focus on helping interns, employers, and job seekers to connect them with their dream jobs. And you've helped over 6 million people and connected them with their dream careers, which is fabulous. So if you want to just introduce your platforms, your online communities, and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Lauren Berger. I'm the CEO and founder of Intern Queen and Career Queen, like you said. So um, in terms of what I do on my day-to-day, my job is to oversee everything and anything that happens with the Intern Queen brand. So that's our free internship platform where students can go on, they can get advice. Um, We do have a few internships on the site as well, but we really focus on the advice and just being able to point college students in the right way. Um, We're universal, so we'll help you no matter what major you're part of. Um, And then I oversee careerqueen.com, which is like the big sister site to Intern Queen. So if Intern Queen is for college students, then Career Queen is for recent grads, I would say in jobs one through five after college. And then I also am a I would say the voice of the brands. So while we do have folks that manage and run our content from day to day, I'm always trying to make sure that I oversee all the content, make sure that everything that goes out there is, um, or just is kind of backed with a ton of value um, so that we're not just creating content to create content, but actually, you know, putting really valuable, hard hitting advice out into the world. Um, And then Um, On top of that, I have a ton. uh, We have a YouTube channel. We do a lot on Instagram. I have three books out, 
So again, doing a lot to kind of help um, articulate the voice of both brands. And then we also have uh, our intern queen agency, which is our college marketing agency that I oversee. So there's, there's a lot going on, but at the end of the day, our mission is to help young people get from where they are to where they want to be. It's great. Yeah. You have so much going on and you've done so much and it's just continuing to grow, which is fabulous. Um, what made you want to get into the career coaching, career counseling field? So I had 15 internships when I was in college, which wow. um, at the time was kind of bizarre. It didn't even make sense. Um, and it still is kind of a bizarre number of internships to have. But I really just felt like there wasn't enough information and advice out there when I would look for advice as a college student wanting to leverage internships and make the most out of them and turn them into potential job offers in the future. And so I set out to fill the gap and to be the intern queen and to help, um, you know, just give young people another resource to look to when they wanted information on how to navigate that career path. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you offer a wide variety of programs. Um, If you want to sort of introduce sort of the specifics of what you do on both Intern and Career Queen. Yeah, yeah. So on Intern Queen, we're really just talking about, um, we don't have any like services or offerings that any students or young people would need to buy. Everything is totally free. So if you go on, there's just a ton of advice about interview advice, resume advice, cover letter advice, et cetera. And similar on Career Queen. On Career Queen, we do a really cool um, blog series called our Six Question Series, where we're always interviewing just different people in different careers, uh, just to see, you know, what's it like to work at Warner Music Group versus what's it like to work at The Skim or what's it like to work in politics? So we're always just asking people what it's like to have their job and what a typical day in their life is like. So I think if you're either looking to a job, looking for a job or looking to a in your job career queen is the platform for you but I don't just to clarify like for all the listeners I don't do any personal coaching I don't do any consulting I don't do anything like that we are just free and here Mm -hmm. to help everybody the way that we're able to monetize the business is through our college marketing agency and that's where brands pay us to get in front of our network Mm -hmm. well I love you know you talking about sort of breaking down all the different types of internships and jobs that you have available. Um, it, that's super helpful. Cause I remember when I was in college and I was just starting out with internships, like it's really tough to know what you want to jump into. And it's a commitment to really jump into something. And then you have to stick with it for four months for a semester or however long. Um, so that's really, really helpful to know what you're getting yourself into, I guess, ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, I I always, I think sometimes, I think we're all guilty of doing this in life in general, but sometimes we just do things because we know they're on our to-do list and we sort of are checking boxes off, right? And we're all guilty of doing that in our own ways, um, in different places in our life. But I think it's really important. You're you're not just out there to like grab any internship that you can find and like go with it, right? You want to make sure that you're going into an opportunity that's right for you. So I really encourage everyone to ask questions in the interview process. Like, yes, this company is getting to know you and trying to understand if you're the right person for the position. But I also think it's really important for you to get to know the company and for you to make sure that you want the position. So I think it's important to ask questions. And this goes for a job interview process as well. But it's important to ask questions like, what is the day-to-day like in this role? What are the challenges of this position? Because otherwise, you know, like you said, you don't know what you're getting. You're, you already, you know, 
maybe haven't been in a professional workspace before. So you just want to make sure that you ask as many questions as possible to try to manage your own expectations. Great. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely get into some advice with everything going on in the world right now and how, you know, what you have to say for people sort of looking for jobs, navigating their careers. Given that this whole pandemic is going on, how are you guys impacted by that with all the work that you do and your team? And how are you navigating through it yourself? Yeah, so I would say, I mean, I um, I just got back from maternity leave a little bit ago. So I had a baby in the middle of all wow. this, which was personally probably the craziest part of everything going on. Um, but uh, when I came back, but I think before I left for maternity leave, you know, I thought it was going to be smooth sailing. I've been trying to set my business up for success so that it could operate without me being there every day. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to do that since, you know, almost a year ago now. And so I thought I had it all under control, just like <laughs> everybody else. And then obviously did not have it under control. Um, so I think the biggest lessons that we've learned and what we've tried to do, tried to do is like, number one, just being ready to shift and pivot and, and being okay with that. Like, I think it's important to not be so stuck in old habits and old ways that when you need, I mean, this year was a great lesson for everybody in terms or a great learning for everybody in terms of just when you got to shift, you got to shift, right? right? Like we used to throw on-campus events. We're not throwing any on-campus events right now. Mm -hmm. So like we had to shift to virtual quickly and we had to be open to that. And we had to make sure that going into it, we had a really positive attitude. So I feel like being open to shift, um, being flexible, knowing when to pivot, um, and then just keeping everybody's mindset and attitude really positive and transparent has really been important too. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. I mean, with Intern Queen specifically, you're traveling to so many different schools and colleges. I read that. And, you know, now that schools and colleges yeah, aren't not traveling be... anywhere, totally. So yeah. yeah, everything I do now, and it's interesting because, again, because of this pregnancy situation, we were already starting to make this shift. So in a sense, we were a little bit ahead of it. Mm -hmm. But for example, in 2019, uh, I did two speaking tours. I did a big virtual speaking tour, and then I did an on-campus physical speaking tour where I traveled to, like, always 100 places like a crazy <laughs> lady. Um, but, like, this year, we're doing all virtual, and I'm excited because I don't have to leave my house. And, like, as, as nice as it is, is to get to sit across the table from someone, I do think that Zoom can make up for, you know, 85% of it. So I think that even though I'm not, um, you know, flying to the middle of nowhere, Kansas to do a speaking engagement every week, I feel like that's okay. And it's probably going to enable me to be a more effective CEO and better at my job because it's not the most time effective thing, right? To fly across the country for a speaking engagement once a week. That's a lot of lost time in the sky, right? right? It's a lot of time zones. It's hard on your body. I, I've been doing it for like 12 years. So um, I'm excited to to make it all virtual this year and to see how I can use the time I'll have back mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of wisely. Right. It definitely allows you to like reevaluate and, you know, stress what's important. Yeah. What's yeah, yeah, completely agree. Well, as someone who <laughs> I am working from home myself and trying to navigate yeah. around that, it's tough. I mean, it's obviously there's some perks in some ways, but it's you're not physically near your peers, your colleagues. It's difficult. Yeah. What advice do you have for all those working from home right now? Yeah, I would just say like we don't know how long this is going to last, obviously. And I would say try, try to like use your time wisely and to look at the positive, which is, you know, you don't have a work commute anymore. Mm -hmm. We all have a lot more time on our hands and we've spent the past 10 years bragging about how busy we are. 
you're not busy now. <laughs> and so what can you do with that time? And, and try to think back to a year ago when you were so slammed and so busy personally and professionally. And, you know, like now you're, you know, even though it might be a lot of people are still busy at work, ironically, but you know, what would you have wanted to do with your time back then? And how can you make sure to do it now? Because again, it seems like things are going to bounce back eventually. We don't know how far out that is, but mm -hmm. at, at some time things, you know, might go back to what they used to be. And then no one's going to have time anymore. And we're all going to look back and say, Oh, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. So, you know, I would really use this as a time to, you know, if you're with your family, spend more time with family and your close friends and your close circle that you feel safe around and just try to enjoy yourself. Um, cause again, it, it's sort of like, we're all getting this unwanted break in a way. Sure. And, um, I know for me as a new mom, it's been nice because I'm getting so much more time with my baby than I thought. And, um, there's no expectation of like daycare or nannies or babysitters or anything like that. I, we can just kind of chill. Mm -hmm. So it's been nice. And that's definitely chill has not been my life for the past 10 years. So it's been a nice change. <laughs> Yeah, it's been nice to just have the time to relax, but also, like you were saying, invest myself in projects that I really didn't have time for before. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, I'm sort of had people that had talked about like changing career paths or changing yeah. jobs. Like they never they were moving so quickly before they never even had time to think about it. And now they're actually like thinking and reflecting about what they like and what they don't like. So I think again, there is probably a positive spin somewhere in, you know, within this challenging time. And um yeah, I think it is true what they say. Like, mm -hmm. we're all in this together. Yeah, I know. And my motto through this has been, like, no excuses. So many things before I would say I'd put off and, you know, say, oh, I can't do it. I don't have the time for it. Oh, like, it just doesn't fit into my schedule. But right now I do have the time for a lot of stuff, as a matter yeah. of fact. So I've tried to work things into my schedule and take up, you know, interests I had in the past and focus on them. And it's been, I think, a really it's been a good change in some ways for me as yep. devastating as this whole time period is yeah, right now. Absolutely. And I think too, something that I always tell my team at my company is, you know, from a business owner perspective, business owner's perspective, you know, there were some months in there that were a little scary and I know I'm not the only business owner feeling that way. And so mm -hmm. again, in the past, I think I was guilty of complaining when we were busy right? As a, not as a person, but as a company, like when we had a lot going on and people would say, how's work? I, I was the one that would be like, and I'm sure you've done this too. It's like, Oh, yeah. it's crazy time. I'm so stressed, blah, blah, blah. And I know that sometimes my team does that as well. And what I've been telling everybody is you're lucky to be busy right now. Mm -hmm. And if you have a job and it's going well, and you are, you know, in a situation where people are paying you to do whatever the work is that you do, you are very lucky. And so I've really been trying to catch myself lately because we are in the middle of a, a slightly busy time right now. And so it's easy to just say, oh, we're busy and kind of go back to our old ways. But I'm really, again, trying to catch myself and remind my team that we're really lucky to be busy and that being busy in, in a work sense is really positive. So I'm trying to personally have that shift of perception also. Yeah, that's great. I mean, and that's another aspect is that unfortunately so many people have lost their jobs during this right. or are struggling with their careers, not knowing when they're going to return to work. Um, for anybody out there who is on the job hunt right now, what advice do you have for them? 
So if you're on the job hunt right now, I would say that, you know, number one, I would give yourself more time than you usually would. So if you would normally give yourself two months, give yourself four months, I would just double the time and give yourself a break. There is a pandemic happening, you know, (laughs) like it's okay. Everybody knows. So I would say number one, cut yourself some slack. Um, Number two, I would try to show up for some of these virtual events. Um, I've been, I've been encouraging people to go to websites. There's a ton of them, but eventbrite.com, for example, Mm -hmm. because not every event is free, but a lot of events are free and they're happening within different industries. So if you want to work in the music industry, check out some of the free virtual networking events that you can do because there is, again, even though you can't go in person and shake hands with all these people, you could be a student living in, Nashville and you could attend an event with New York executives now because it's all virtual. So there is an accessibility factor here. So I would say that being home in this situation is not an excuse to not put yourself out there. I think there's ways to do it. The ways have just shifted a little bit. And then um, number three, I've been telling a lot of people to look at LinkedIn and mm-hmm. check, not just to look at LinkedIn, but check your um, your network updates that you get every day. Because I know in my network, every day there's at least a handful of people that are getting raises at their, not raises, but promotions at their job or landing new jobs. Mm-hmm. And I would reach out to those places and I would say, oh, I saw that your company's hiring. Like, that's so exciting, da-da-da-da-da, whatever it might be. Um, but try to understand their story. Like, how did they get a job in the middle of all this? Because I think you can use those stories to inspire your search. Right. Well, that's the whole nother thing is that, you know, when this started out, I think the pandemic started out, we just kept hearing so much about job loss and, you know, just companies sinking. But recently, at least I've found, and even after looking at both of your sites, there are some new opportunities popping up. I think companies right now are reevaluating, okay, how are we going to do this? If we're going to be, you know, I I said Google is apparently working from home until June of next year. You know, companies are now sort of figuring out, all right, we're in this for the long haul. We're going to be working from home. But with that, they're starting to create new positions and and fill them, which is awesome. Yeah, I've seen a lot of companies that were on hiring freezes slowly go off of hiring freezes. I've seen people quit jobs in the middle of this because they're ready to look for another opportunity. So I would say that, again, it is more challenging than it used to be to get a job, especially in certain businesses and industries. But like, don't count everything out because you you just never know what's going to happen. I mean, if someone from my team left tomorrow, I'd probably have to refill them, right? So whether I'm on a hiring freeze or not, I'd still have to replace the person that left. So you never know the situation. And in general, I always say, don't make assumptions. You're probably wrong. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. And so you brought up networking before. Um, What's your take on that right now? You know, you mentioned LinkedIn. Um, What would your go-to tips be for somebody looking to network and correct or connect with a working professional? Yeah. So two pieces of advice I'll give is I would say know what you want and know what you're looking for. So um, just to expand upon that, for example, I am a, you know, I'm a business owner. I've been doing this for almost 12 years now, but I'm still always looking for ways to advance my business and take it to the next level. So for me, I'm always interested in talking to CEOs that from big businesses, small businesses, agency businesses, because I'm always asking for their advice on like how they see me taking my business to the next level. So Mm -hmm. if I, so I reach out to CEOs of other companies, do I know them? Usually not. It's usually a cold email, but that's okay. And so 
think about who you want to connect with and not just the company, but like what type of position they would hold at that company and then use um, websites like LinkedIn to just reach out to them. And then the Mm -hmm. second piece of advice I have is when you're asking people for informational interviews or when you are um, emailing someone for advice, be specific about what you want and take control of the conversation. I had um, an executive friend of mine was telling me that she's been doing a lot of informational interviews with students recently on the phone. And she said, sometimes it's really awkward because the students are the ones reaching out to her to (laughs) set the phone call, but then they get on the phone and they don't say anything. And I'm sure it's because you're intimidated, you're shy, you don't know what to say, but come with a list of at least five questions. I wouldn't do more than five that you really want to have this person answer and just ask yourself, is this information going to be beneficial? You don't just need to ask questions to ask questions. Mm -hmm. So take control of these conversations, be really specific. I would try to avoid things like, can you help me? Can you give me advice? Like, what do you want advice on? You Mm -hmm. know, be really specific and think about what you want to come away from the conversation with. Someone could get on the phone with me, ask me a bunch of questions, but then walk away not really knowing more than when they started, right? Because sometimes you're so busy thinking about your questions, you're not even listening to the answers. So um, those are some pieces of advice I have for those that are networking or trying to network. Yeah. I mean, and one of the things I tend to say to people, I don't know if it's (laughs) great advice or not, but I think... When you're networking, don't be shy about asking for advice or being upfront and saying, hey, you know, I'm on the job hunt, but you need to, if doing that, you need to stress importance on the person you're conversing with, show an interest in them and what they're doing because they're the ones giving their time to you at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And I like your example of like, be specific with the advice. You know, I'm on the job hunt and I'm having a challenge because every time I get to the interview process, it's something's not clicking and I'm not seeing it through. Like, mm-hmm. do you have any advice for me on how I can refine that interview or like things that you're looking for that have really made you say, I want to hire this person. So yeah, being really specific about the advice you're going after. Totally. Well, so with that said, is there anything that you're doing with your company that you know, during this pandemic, your any new projects you're working on, anything you're trying to do right now with this whole work from home? Yeah, what are we doing? Um, yeah, we're <laughs> launching an intern queen junior board, which is really exciting. Awesome. So we're going to, um, I think, have a call for applicants in the next couple of weeks and people will be able to apply to be part of our intern queen junior board, which is a paid position. Um, sort of like a think tank um, for young people, but also a mentorship opportunity and an opportunity for like-minded individuals to connect. Um, So we're really excited about that. Um, We're in the midst of preparing my fall uh, virtual speaking tour. So Mm -hmm. we'll probably, it's in October, so we'll probably have about a thousand or so students attending that. So we're we're busy, busy hustling. And then every day it's just a balancing act between our three departments at our company are sales, marketing, and social. So I feel like every day it's the sales team needs help. The marketing team (laughs) needs help, the social team. And you know, you're always kind of fighting for that balance, but uh, that's what I'm up to. Awesome. Well, with those events coming up, I mean, from what I I've talked to some individuals looking on the hunt for jobs and I feel like at times I've heard from them some hesitations about doing these virtual events and they're not sure if they should do it. They're not sure if it's for them, but I've sort of said there's no protocol for what's going on right now. You know, there's no etiquette there. It's new for everybody. And I feel like everybody's on this awkward, interesting journey together. Um, 
with job hunting during this COVID-19 2020 year. Um, So do it. Like what that's a do it. Like try something new. And I always say hope for bad attendance, right? Mm -hmm. Because what bad attendance on a virtual event does is it puts you in this really intimate setting with really cool speakers and professionals. So as an example, I did um, a webinar a couple weeks ago. And frankly, there was pretty bad attendance. Mm -hmm. Um, It was through a different organization, which is fine. And um, there were 10 people on the call. But those 10 people, I think it was about um, pivoting your business during COVID, but those 10 people, they all got to ask like three or four questions. We got, I got to um, have an opportunity to not just answer their question, but also really understand what their business goals were, which when you're on a call, when I'm on a call with 800 people, I can't do that. So I always say hope for bad attendance and come prepared, like research the speakers or the panelists that are hosting the event and have some questions ready because it's, people are weird enough about asking questions in person. I mean, sure. you know, at an event, everyone looks like, oh, should I raise my hand? What should I do? But at a virtual event, it's even weirder. So if you're the one that asks questions, you're going to get them answered. Um, even as an entrepreneur, I love attending events and coming with questions. And I'm like, I'm pretty serious about it. I'm like, I'm here, I have an agenda, and I'm going to get my two questions answered. <laughs> so I encourage people to have that same outlook when they're attending things online. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, with those 10 people, they showed up, and it right, shows that they it. care. Have right? Yeah. So I, I think for anybody out there who is hesitant on signing up for these virtual conversations, networking opportunities, I think do it. Like, there's no... I say that with networking all the time and it's just stuck in my head. The worst thing somebody could say is no, not respond to an email or if you attend something. You know, that happens to me. I had that happen like, it's so annoying, by the way, when people say no and reject you. And and I I don't mind the no, but I like an informed no with a reason. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You just kill them with kindness and it's okay. And what I usually tell myself is like, it's just not the right person. Mm-hmm. Like they don't see the click. So I'm just going to be nice. I'm going to consistently follow up with them. And maybe in 10 years we'll run into each other, you know, like right. I, and I think just try not to harp on those things. I mean, I got like at least three of those emails this week from people that I was like, really, really, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not willing to hear me out on this, you know, <laughs> but it happens. And you know, not everybody's going to be, um, and we're like, you are not going to be everybody's cup of tea and that's okay. But the reason you continue to put yourself out there is to find that click because when you find the click, it's pretty magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like rejection or just ignorance is <laughs> a part of the job hunt process and it's just yep. something you deal with. And again, just brush off your shoulder. It's whatever. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on. But before you go, we like to ask, you know, with this being handling it, what's a piece of advice or a lesson you've learned along the way with your career that's helped you handle your life? Um, I would say probably, I, I would say um, it's kind of like what we were talking about. I would just say, try not to take everything so personally. Um, I talk to job seekers and internship seekers all the time and there's nothing you can do. It always feels personal. It mm-hmm. always feels personal, but it rarely is. Like if you don't get a job or if you don't get a good example is like, if you don't get the salary that you want, or you ask for a raise and you don't get the raise that you want, I bet you nine times out of 10, it has nothing to do with you. And it has everything to do with some Excel spreadsheet that somebody made eight months before, not knowing that you were going to want to raise. 
right? And so just the whole company is budgeted to do different things with the money. And I see, I see that happen all the time that people are so um, personally offended when they ask for more and don't get it. And they're like, I deserve this, my value, my value. It's not about you. I bet you, you know, it's about some other decision that somebody made to like pay for something else two months ago. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, and I'm just using the raise thing as an example, but try not to take it personally. And, And I challenge myself with this all the time, but just try to, you know, sit down in front of your computer when it's job pending time pull your heart out of your chest for a minute, put it next to you yeah. and just dive in and just kind of put your head down and do the work. Um, Cause I, I do genuinely believe in the hustle and hard work and putting yourself out there. And those things do pay off. They're not going to pay off every time. Mm-hmm. They're not going to pay off with every opportunity, but I do believe in just focusing on a goal and doing what you need to do to achieve it. Right. Well, I think that's the thing too. If you do a lot of the things you said, just be consistent with networking, follow up with people. Just because you send an email out doesn't mean that the job is over. You have to keep following up and put in that dedication and it really will pay off. I know it's hard sometimes and I know there is rejection, but it really will pay off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then where can people find you? Are you on? Um, I would love to meet all of the listeners. Um, the best thing that I can, the best place that I can point you guys to, if you're in college, um, follow at intern queen on Instagram and shoot us a DM. If you're looking for paid opportunities in college, because we do have a lot of internship and campus ambassador opportunities all across the U S so shoot us a direct message on Instagram and we'll send you our database link so you can get into it. That way you'll be the first to know. Um, and then if you're out of college, follow at official career queen. And usually the Instagram stories and the Instagram feed is where you'll see it's it kind of is a conglomerate of everything that we have going on. So I would check out those two places. Amazing. Well, I think a lot of people are going to be utilizing those resources. It's such a crazy time we're in, but I mean, you had great advice and I just can't wait for people to check out all your work. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And congratulations on the podcast. And I uh, can't wait to hear what the listeners think. All right, guys, I hope you all loved hearing from Lauren. She's created such incredible platforms for both college students and working professionals to help them achieve their career goals. I, for one, wish I knew about Intern Queen when I was in college, so for any of you out there looking for your next internship, definitely check it out. Links for Intern Queen and Career Queen, along with a link to Lauren's new book, Get It Together, are all listed in the episode description below. And thank you, Lauren, so much for coming on, and thank you, listeners, so much for tuning in. As always, let me know what you thought of our episode. You can reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast and feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode, but until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.